0: You're listening to Guides for Brides, The Wedding Podcast. I'm Nikita from Team GFB, and if you're planning your wedding or helping someone who is, you're in the right place, because I'll be discussing trends, practical planning tips, and more with the help of some special guests along the way. So let's get started with today's
1: episode. Hello, and welcome to the Guides for Brides Wedding Podcast. Things may look a little different around here, especially if you're watching on YouTube. If you've listened to the podcast before, welcome back. I hope your wedding planning is going well. And if you're new here, maybe you just got engaged over Christmas and have no idea where to start. Hello. Here on this podcast, we talk about all things weddings. With the help of special guests, we go over everything you could need to know about your wedding. And this season is going to be a really good one. So today, we're starting at the very beginning. We'll be going over the important things to know now you're newly engaged. And our guest this week is currently in your shoes. She's planning her wedding and knows all the tips to help you in your wedding planning journey. She's also normally the host of this podcast. I am. It's very weird being like on the side. <laughs> Hello, Nikita. Hello, Jess. How are you? I'm good. How are
0: you? I'm very good, thank you. Excellent. Excellent reading of the script there. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Would you like to tell us about how you got engaged and everything like that to start us off? Sure. So... I got engaged back
0: in June twenty twenty two. It was actually the summer solstice, not planned to be Aww, that way by that's the way. Quite
1: cute though. Yeah, it is nice cute. It's a nice day. day. It's yeah. a date
0: nice date to remember. Um but he didn't plan it like that. Oh. Like he, 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 he bought a ring and then he kind of panicked and was like, I don't know what to do with this and uh decided on the day that yeah, he was gonna
1: he was gonna propose. <laughs> and you've told us a little bit about the um How he sourced the ring, and I really love this story. Do you want to? Yeah, sure. (laughs) So, uh,
0: because obviously I work in the industry, Mm -hmm. my partner knows that if he says anything that is odd or anything like that, I'll be like, oh, yes, oh, what was that? What was that? (laughs) Oh, interesting, okay. So, he needed an excuse to take time out of our joint booked annual leave week. (laughs) to go to London and pick up my engagement ring. And so, of course, he would be like, oh, I need to go to London. And I'd be like, oh, can I come with? You? Yeah, let, let's, go. let's let's go together. make a week of it. Let's, let's go have yeah. a day. Um, and he needed to stop me from doing that. Yeah. So he didn't tell anyone that he was planning on proposing. He didn't even ask my dad, but that's probably my own fault. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I have said in the past that I, I don't like the idea of people asking Parents or dads if they can propose to their daughters because
1: you know, I'm not anyone's property And even if like I'm sure your dad loves your partner, but like even if he didn't it's your choice Yeah,
0: precisely (laughs) and that has always been my attitude so um, But he didn't tell anyone apart from his now best man who went with him to go and get the ring Mm -hmm. and the story is Mm -hmm. that He looked at his phone and was like oh I got a message and from, um, from 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 so and so, and I was like, okay, do tell. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> do tell. Um, He's like, oh, he wants me to go with him to London on Wednesday. I think it was. Um, he needs to go to an antique shop, a very specific antique shop, to go buy a gift for his parents from him and his brothers. And I was like, right, that's slightly weird but okay
1: yeah a niche, um, niche yeah. opportunity yeah and
0: he was like well, yeah we're just gonna go out and make a day of it might do a bit of shopping on oxford street after that kind of thing and i was like oh yeah cool sounds good yeah enjoy um obviously i was like totally like this is a weird one and even his parents because they were like oh what's everyone doing this week and i went oh He's going to uh, London
1: with so-and-so. Yeah. And um, they were like, why are you going to London? (laughs) We just had to like... It's just so specific, (laughs) like an antique for my whatever. And it's just... (laughs) It
0: was just just really oddly specific. Turns out they had researched what was around this jewellery shop that they were going to to pick it up. And they were like, ah, a very specific antique shop. So we're going to this place. Yeah. So if I then opened like my Find My, for example, and saw that he was... By this particular ring shop I shouldn't have any suspicions it's so rogue that it's almost believable yeah (laughs) like it's just you can't question it because well that's the thing I couldn't question it and then we were all actually going away the following weekend Mm -hmm. um and so the his now best man was actually getting a lift with us and so he got in the car on that weekend and was like oh, did you manage to get your gift for your parents? And he was like, oh, no, I didn't. Um, couldn't do that. It was it was just, I went in there and I saw it and it just wasn't the right thing. And he was like, this guy cannot lie. Yeah. And I was
1: like, it's, he, it's I've be totally like, believed him. Why not? <laughs> why would you not go to why? London to get an antique for your parents? Like, it's just, it's just what
0: people do these days. <laughs> Apparently so. And um, I then believed it. And so didn't question anything. And I was thinking back on it the other day. And one thing that should have really given it away was um, my fiance got home and we'd only like moved into our house like a couple of months before that. And so he had still had like loads of junk in his car that he just needed to get into the house. Yeah. Um, And at that moment he decided to bring it all in. When he got in from his trip from London, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, do you need any help with that?" He was like, "No, no, I yeah. don't need any help." Like, took it straight
1: upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't come here. No, I near the car. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: A specific box you cannot touch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Any and other so... box? Un- unpack it. Yeah, go yeah. head, But no, no,
0: it was But he just he decided to hide it within like a load of stuff that we hadn't yet brought into the house because you know it's like when you move and you kind of yeah. procrastinate and yeah. it's
1: just. And then on the actual day of the proposal, wasn't there a joke about (gasps) this whole new house and you couldn't get in the door? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) So on the day of the actual proposal, he... Obviously had the ring and he was like... I think he was just getting anxious that I would find it or something like that.
1: I, I imagine you probably do. It's like a yeah. really nice ring and it's like a special moment. And then you're like, what if they find it and ruin the special moment? But yeah, thing? yeah,
0: exactly. I think he was just getting a bit anxious about that. And again, he knew that if he was like, oh, shall we go for a walk? Or shall we go to this specific place that's really special to us? <laughs> yeah. um, he, he would, <clears throat> I would know, like instantly. Yeah. And it's not like... This is a surprise. Yeah, <laughs> you know we've been together for eight and a half years at this point. It's been a long
1: time. It's been coming. a long time
0: coming, um, and it's yeah. It's not like this would have been a shock to anyone. So, I think he was just wanting. He was wanting to surprise me. Yeah, and so on this particular day, he was off work and I was going back to work. And, um, I had booked myself a nice massage for after work because we were about to go into the stressful period, and I wanted to yeah. get myself ready um and he thought, okay, well, she's going straight from work to the massage that means she'll be home at like seven o'clock so he then planned this whole proposal for after my massage, and I'm still <laughs> not forgiven him yet because I looked like utter crap full of oil <laughs> <laughs> full of oil. I was not wearing anything nice I looked. I had my hair tied back. I just, I just had a bloody massage. Yeah, maybe you maybe know, like, I
1: thought you were getting your nails done and it looked all nice for pictures, but no. It wasn't. No. But at least you were relaxed.
0: At least, at least I was relaxed. Yeah. Pleasant. And there was a joke, right, mm-hmm. that um, I was really struggling to open the front door. Like I think my key must have been one of the ones that was like cut from like a a coffee yeah yeah and um it was just a a bit more fiddly than all the others and I was really struggling to open the front door and so he messaged me and went let me know when you're on your way home because I'll unlock the door for you ha 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 yeah that kind of thing and so I nearly forgot and then just like rang him from 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 my hands (laughs) free in the car and was like I'm on my and he was like okay cool bye <laughs> quick
1: let's move <laughs> so everything out she's half an hour away like.
0: like not even that i was
1: literally five minutes really? away from the house I so um, that was tensions were high tensions were point. high <laughs>
0: tensions were high um and i walked in and obviously i instantly knew because there were literally candles everywhere So cute. um there were photos of us through the years just like dotted around the room and up the stairs and so I was like does that mean he wants me to follow these photos and yeah. so i followed them up the stairs uh, into our into our bedroom and on the bed he'd put in a sort of a question mark shape Aww. like loads more photos <clears throat> <I'm gonna> <laughs> <laughs> and and lit more candles and he was there in a suit bear in mind i'm there
1: looking disheveled <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> In a suit it's a nice like i'm imagining it quite it's quite funny but also cute and yeah
0: but you know completely taken by surprise i thought i was coming home to a stir fry yeah you Didn't, know the not proposal. The evening. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah he then said some nice things and asked me to marry him and of course i went, just yes. <laughs> yeah i said yes and then i think i said oh my god about 10 times because <laughs> that was all i could yeah. say and I was actually really impressed that he uh, managed to manage to
1: surprise yeah, me well well done him because you're in the industry and so you kind of well yeah you kind of I don't know a little bit more acute sense yeah to the
0: more uh, more I have my ears prick up when things yeah happen like that so my best friend got engaged recently as well um And I didn't expect her engagement, but I knew knew it was coming because of things that had been said. Okay. And so I was like, hmm, this uh, this is interesting. (laughs) Um, But she got engaged like a month after us. So that's really fun as well.
1: Yeah, because you're made of Honour for Yeah, her. so
0: we're each other's <laughs> Maid of Honour. Nice. But thankfully, she's getting married about a year after we are, so it works out quite well along. in the timing. Yeah. Like, you know, the stressful point for me will be the more relaxed point for her. So that'll yeah, be and good. you can give
1: her some tips along the way, I guess. Well,
0: cause... yeah, I mean, I would always give tips. But, mm-hmm. you know, now I actually have experience firsthand. So. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and what you've learnt now is maybe different to what you thought you knew? Well, there are a few
0: things and I like to think of myself as an expert. I've I've I do a lot of reading and writing and talking yeah. about weddings and, you know, being part of Guides for Brides. It's one of those we know a lot about a lot of different things and a lot about the the board yeah across the board and across the entire wedding planning process and a lot of my experience here has been through COVID so I was involved in learning about the laws around like marriages Mm -hmm. and the laws around what was allowed during COVID and I think that also gave me the opportunity to learn a lot about different cultural weddings and like how people from different countries celebrate their weddings and all of that kind of stuff. So, for me, it was, um, you know, I, I feel like I know a lot, but there are still things that have come up, and I've gone, Oh, wasn't expecting that. Yeah,
1: well, that's weird, yeah. isn't it? Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's
1: like, oh, that wasn't in my uh, my guide to this, so probably should add that now. Yeah, that first hand experience adds that extra layer to your knowledge now that you can now
0: yeah yeah pay forwards. So exactly, to speak. and that's why I am here and swapping places
1: with you. Yeah, I know. So. mean, you're in the hot seat today. Yeah, and I'm
0: just. It's very weird. It's very weird being in the other seat and on the other side of the room. I'm so used to that. I hope this is my better side <laughs> for well, the camera kind of. purpose.
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we are going to talk about the guest list. I think that's a good place to start because um, you've got to, you've got to know who comes, and that's obviously quite a tricky situation to kind of weed out people and mm. get that abc list going on
0: yeah so i did follow that guide and mm. I, you know if you've listened to the podcast before or if you haven't go and listen back to like season one because we talked about like how to uh decide who will be coming to yeah. your wedding um and and who will feature on the guest list and who will have big roles on the guest list yeah. and all of that kind of thing
1: i know i listened to that one ahead of my interview <laughs> <laughs> Did you? <laughs> so i knew what was going on perfect and so, yeah, so I did
0: follow that A, B, C list guide. Yeah. Um, and it did work. It, it genuinely worked for me. Oh, that um, Yeah, which is good. The only difficulty is I have a lot of family who live overseas. Yeah. And while some of them were on the A list or the B list, it was a little bit like, mm, they can't be on any other list. Because if they do come to the wedding they are going to have to be there for the whole day. Yeah, I, can't, yeah. I can't ask them to fly all the way from South Africa or from um, Dubai for them to then not be invited <laughs> yeah, the to the evening. whole day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> thanks for coming, but... Yeah, <laughs> um... <laughs> thanks for coming all this way. But uh, here's a live stream <laughs> that you could have watched at home. Um, yeah. But that was, the, that was the difficulty for me, was like, actually, you know, all of them had to be on the B-list. And so I'd have to find a venue that was big enough for if in some odd reason every single person who was on like who lives overseas in my family was able to fly in then they'd all have to be there for the whole day so I had to find a venue that would have enough capacity for that um and then it was also things like um you know my fiance's family is all in like one area yeah. So you could guarantee that the vast majority of them will be coming. Yeah. Um, so they literally all are within a 50-mile radius. <laughs> it's quite ridiculous. You've got
1: plus ones.
0: Oh, yeah. So, so that is the other difficulty. So with overseas family,
1: mm-hmm.
0: plus ones was a little bit tricky because I might not usually invite um, all of everyone's partners, especially yeah. if I don't know them quite well. Um, but if they're flying in...
1: Yeah, they are to on be the list. Like, you're on your yeah. own. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Sorry, you're not coming until um. I know you're. I know you're in this foreign country and you've never been here before, but um, you can't come to the yeah. wedding. By the way, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. You can watch um, the live stream, but yeah,
1: <laughs> thanks for taking the journey.
0: Over. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and that was like something really tricky. I don't think people really talk about that. Yeah. Um. So you know, managing the overseas sort of family, the tricky side of that. Yeah. Um. And then of course, like plus ones who do you actually give one to and while we did kind of touch on this in that sort of initial podcast about the guest list I actually found it a lot trickier than mm. I thought I would to decide who would be on that list um and you know those for me I kind of had to set a rule of are they married yes or no
1: yeah because you don't want someone's who's been with a
0: boyfriend for two months and yeah like, it all
1: just, turns drama and yeah
0: Nah, I just can't be doing that. Um and then second being have we met them? Do we spend time with them? Are they a friend or are they just an acquaintance? Yeah. Um and those were the two easiest ways to sort of narrow it down because I've got uh, family friends in Essex for example who yeah. are com- who have said to me already they're coming to the wedding even though you know invitations have not been even sent out yet. Well, that's um that's nice and easy for me. Yeah. Um the for only one of their daughters the only time I have um met her husband was at their wedding which was 2019 2018 yeah so you know i've only met this guy once but they're married yeah. so it's kind of one of those I suppose, like the exception to the rule and yeah. i was invited to their wedding so yeah, it's one of those like, yeah
1: i'm invited to your party so you can <laughs> <go home." laughs> yeah. exactly
0: exactly so that that's how we sort of decided that whereas um Where, like, it's maybe one of my partner's cousins, um, and I've never met their boyfriend, and they only live, like, 40 minutes down the road. I'm a bit like, I've never met
1: your boyfriend. Yeah. So, sorry. And that's how you've kind of narrowed it Mm. down and made it easier for yourself to be like, well, this person's not coming, and that's why, and so... That makes more sense for them not to come as well because we've set this rule across the board yeah
0: exactly and that's that's how I'm treating a lot of like my friends who are in the wedding party yeah it's slightly different um but for those that are just in the general wedding congregation or in like the reception I've kind of had to put my foot down on that yeah because otherwise the guest list just goes out of control
1: and plus otherwise you might not have people that you actually really want there yeah yeah because it's been taken up by a spot that is maybe you still want them there it'd be nice to have them there but they are lower down the list than this other person
0: and and that's it like we the way we did our big list so the list that You write where you can literally have every single person that you can think of that you would have in an ideal world, no capacity issues, no budget issues.
1: Just absolutely everyone you've ever spoken to to (laughs) in your
0: life on this list. And then you prioritise them, right? Well, when it came to some of these plus ones, I don't even know their names. Yeah. So it's like, actually, if I don't even know their names, they're not coming. Yeah, I'm not paying how much (laughs) for them to eat. Well, yeah, and that was the other thing we did was uh, if we thought, okay, well... Would we pay, I think, what I'm trying to work out, so the cost per head for food and drink at our wedding is, like, a, about £95 per person.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So do I want to spend £95 on this person that I don't even know their yeah. name? Yeah,
1: if you were taking them out for a meal, would you pay that? No, for exactly, yeah. yeah. So
0: the answer is no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but maybe I'd treat them to a £15 evening yeah. meal, yeah, you nice. know
1: snack
0: <laughs> when i wanted to meet them so that yeah, yeah. so that's that's the difference um, i think that's
1: quite a good way to think about it just sort of do i value this person like when it's an actual monetary figure on their head it's kind of like eh.
0: yeah yeah exactly and every single person you invite to your wedding has
1: a cost to their head yeah even like, the, even the kids
0: yeah, yeah even the kids i mean i've had to limit kids to the wedding um thankfully we're like one of the first People in our sort of friendship group that's getting married, so we didn't really need to worry too too much about um, children. Um, But on my side of the family, it's more they there's more people that's travelling further. And what I don't want to do is ask people to leave their kids behind. And also, there are children there that I'd like involved in the wedding. Yeah. So we've managed to keep it down to five children in total. Um, which
1: in a grand scheme of things in grand scheme of things mid. is yeah. yeah
0: it's it's low um, so that's positive for me because even the kids are like twenty five pound per person yeah so toddlers are fifteen quid so
1: <laughs> Racking it <all>. even cheaper <laughs> um,
0: no but yeah it's you know even kids still have a cost of their head and you know that's the one one of the things you need to find out like from your venue if you do plan to have children there like don't assume they're free
1: yeah <laughs> they're not and trying because didn't you try and see what the venue do for the kids to make it special yeah. for them as well.
0: Yeah, one of the reasons we chose our venue was because um, they sort of treat the kids as special as they would the other wedding guests. Yeah. Which and is nice. you know, when kids miss out on stuff, that's when they start misbehaving. <laughs> yeah. Um and they start getting a little bit um annoyed. Yeah. So I really wanted them to feel involved. So when they arrive they get like a lemonade and everyone else gets fizz um and they have their own little meal which will be let's face it it'll be something like chicken nuggets because they'll eat that, yeah. <laughs> they'll eat that. <laughs> um and then when we have the toast the kids get like in a champagne flute they'll get lemonade and that's really nice because you know when I was younger, all I wanted at the Christmas table was a glass
1: of champagne. Yeah, you want to feel special. I want to like, feel special too, so whack out like the schlur. I had like a bubble bath and it was like golden and I was like, oh, this is fancy, yeah. I feel very... Yeah,
0: yeah, and that's the thing, like when you feel like it's, when you feel special and fancy, especially at a wedding, mm-hmm. you're going to be like, oh, this is really exciting yeah. and I'm really into this. Smile for
1: all the pictures. Yeah, exactly,
0: like... exactly. exactly.
1: And so, um, speaking of children, did you put anything on the invite to sort of indicate that, oh, sorry, your, your child isn't actually invited? Is it just Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so or have you? Well, I think
0: when we do send out our invites, we're not, thankfully, like, you know, we don't have a lot of friends that do have yeah. children. So I don't think it'll be too, like, I, I don't think it'll be too much of an issue, um, but I think what we might do is put on our wedding website that it's only the people named on the invitation are going to be invited um and but as I've learned people don't read (laughs) um (laughs) I think it's a very common like being on like wedding TikTok I think it's a very common pet peeve for couples that are planning their wedding people don't read um, and I wish I'd known this before I got engaged. You'd
1: think people would be like, oh, well, it doesn't say their name, so maybe, maybe not. It's the same with, like, a plus one. It's like, if it doesn't say the name, don't just assume you can bring X, <laughs> Y, Z. To, like... Yeah,
0: that's the thing. They, they just, they just don't read. Um, but I will be putting it on the wedding website. So if anyone asks me, i would be like, oh, it's on the wedding website. Mm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I... I I think that's what we're gonna do. We're just gonna name everyone that is invited and, you know, put their full name. So maybe not just like Mr and Mrs. or Mrs yeah. and Mrs X. Yeah. Um, it will be it will be who like we'll, we might put their first names to just make it very clear. Yeah. <laughs>
1: who is invited. Clear, as clear as possible. <laughs> so there's no like awkward situation on the day or in the lead up. You don't you don't need that. Exactly. Anymore. And, you know, There are
0: friends that I am, I'm not worried that they'll want to bring a plus one, um, but they're not going to get one. So I kind of, I kind of feel like, like, for example, my partner's best man, he's already said to us, like, you know, if I have a partner at that time, would I be able to get a a plus one? And I said to him, like, well, it kind of depends, Um, like, if you've had them as a partner for long enough, will I remember them? You know, like, will I have met them before? Um, like that kind of
1: thing. Yeah, you don't want someone you kind of don't get along with no. or you don't know, it's just kind of... But also, that's his best man. Exactly. So, so it's an important person yeah. in your life.
0: Yeah, whereas if it's just like a, a friend that I've had at uni that wants to bring a boyfriend that I've never met, then yeah. it would be a case of, like, actually, I'm really sorry, but yeah. no. like, And then I will just, I think, to tell people that their partner can't come, or that actually their kids aren't invited. You could do that. You can do that quite politely.
1: Yeah, you don't want to be rude and no. And yeah,
0: I'm Just not. I'm not concerned about that at all because I think I can do that quite politely in the sense of you know literally blaming it on the budget.
1: Yeah,
0: literally yeah. saying like you know well actually unfortunately I haven't included you a plus one because my budget doesn't allow for another guest yeah not made of money yeah (laughs) well exactly and i don't think until you're in the wedding planning sphere i don't think people realize like how much a wedding costs per head yeah i mean you can make it slightly cheaper you can do whatever you whatever you want you can do it all diy and it's much much cheaper per head but if you want to have that sort of wedding experience yeah it's not cheap no and be able to sort of say to yourselves okay this is what I want it's going to cost me £75 a head you can actually say to that person actually another guest for the whole day is going to cost me £75 per head yeah and it's not in the budget I'm really sorry yeah
1: it's it's not much you can do but
0: say I'm really sorry but it doesn't like I can't quite cover it or yeah and there might be a compromise it might be that I can say well I can't have them there on the day because the capacity or my budget doesn't allow. But if they're willing to come for the evening reception, yeah. then by all means, you know.
1: Yeah. Or let's go out case. for a drink after.
0: We'll, yeah. We'll yeah. celebrate
1: in our own way yeah, with yeah. everyone there, kind of. Exactly, day. case
0: by case basis, and yeah. that's I think that's the only way you can manage it. But again, people do not read, so <laughs> I won't be surprised that when I do send out these invitations, whether someone actually asks.
1: Yeah. For. <laughs> do know I think I'd feel awkward being like oh can I have this person I think I'd and that's the thing I'm hoping that like, most people don't <laughs> I'd be like oh no I'm not gonna ask that I'll just go on my own yeah
0: exactly and that's the people that I have planned to be like solo invite I have plans in place to introduce them to each other
1: oh you're doing a little matchmaking
0: <laughs> <laughs> not quite matchmaking I wouldn't call it that but like introduce them to other yeah, people before... make sure they feel comfortable and not like
1: yeah s- like st- stood in the they have of the a room. friendly face that <laughs> yeah. they can
0: look for yeah definitely or like are in a group chat with someone they can message and go
1: oh I'm like five minutes away are you there like
0: that kind of that kind of
1: thing yeah so thinking of your wedding venue and obviously price per head and everything like that, how did you actually pick your venue in the end?
0: So looking back on it, I probably put a lot of restrictions okay. on myself. And one of my tips would be for people like, if you want to have your pick of the venues, don't put too many restrictions on yourself. Right. Um, I, me, My partner and I are actually getting married on our 10 year anniversary which is cute which is which is really cute i'm not going to i'm not going to lie i'm really pleased about that but it is a saturday in
1: october which is also perfect
0: but yeah but it's awkward. also <laughs> slightly awkward because you know peak wedding season tends to be um april to to sort of september october time anyway so i was kind of expecting the price points of venues to be still in the sort of the higher end at that point um, but it is also, you know, peak peak wedding period being like May to September. That sort of like real summertime Summer. point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's the first weekend after that. Right. So, so there's still a little of... bit of... <laughs> over. Yeah. So I think I think it will be one of those venues. Uh, sorry, one of those things where. Um, lots of people will want that date because it's close enough to the summer end point it's kind of still
1: nice yeah weather. it's
0: still you can kind of estimate the weather to be okay yeah um but it's still an awkward time because i think it'd be quite a popular date and when i said that to some of the colleagues here um one of our colleagues uh, she worked part-time for a florist and she was like oh, we've got so many bookings for that date already and i was like uh. <laughs> that makes me feel great <laughs> uh, yeah but it was actually a really good thing to know because then i was like better get cracking then yeah, let's. um yeah so we did our we did a lot of our budget and guest list initial planning like really quickly we did that within a week and then we were searching for our venue i think we booked it so we got engaged on the 21st of june I started the when we realized that our anniversary was going to be on a Saturday, we were like, we need that date. Yeah. And so I was like, right, that means we better we better start getting some ideas in place because it's only fifteen months away, and therefore we need to book things because couples tend to book about eighteen months yeah. in advance for their wedding. Journey. And you've
1: obviously got that added pressure of like, my wedding needs to be great because I'm in the industry. Yeah. And it's like I need the perfect flowers and the perfect photographer. It's <laughs> <just> like. <laughs>
0: Yeah, on, honestly, is...
1: I haven't...
0: Everyone said to me, oh, no, you don't need to worry about expectations. And I'm like, I do worry about expectations. Yeah. Like, my mum was saying to me about, oh, you need to do... You always say, do your wedding your way. Do it... You know, you need to have... You need to plan the wedding that you want. Don't worry about what other people think. And then I was there like, mum. Slightly different situation. Yeah. But also, I know where <clears> you're coming <throat> from, but <throat> also I want this to be really good, so... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: kind of, it's like, not panic, but like sort of like, eh, no. Yeah. yeah, extra extra layer of pressure. I mean, I'm I'm under a year to the wedding
0: now, and yes. I thought I would feel the pressure at this point. I am so chilled
1: yeah, now. Yeah, because you did everything early. Yeah, then.
0: I did everything early, and I'm so chilled now. Um, but I was, n- the stress when I was trying to find the venue was extreme mm-hmm. like i did not expect to feel so stressed i've had reports from my best friend to say exactly the same thing right like she was so stressed until she found her venue and then she was like okay and breathe everything
1: else is gonna fall into place now. but she she was less restricted on the date and the sort of area because she wanted to be quite close to home still and that yeah. sort of thing whereas
0: yeah so i I am, um, well, my partner and I wanted to um, we had a few other restrictions in place so we had the date mm-hmm. but also that location wise um, we knew that like one of his cousins had gotten married but in like Manchester which is about three hours away from right. us and his nan lives um, about half an hour away from us, 40 minutes away and so we wanted her to be able to come and I don't think she was able to go to his cousin's oh, okay. wedding. And so it was really important for him that his nan could, yeah, could come. She'll be there. She'll And that she'll be able to be there. Um, and so we kind of went, well, that means if we stick a pin in it and we want to restrict <laughs> ourselves to about an hour's distance from your nan's house, then we're looking at this particular area which just happens to be smack bang in the middle of the cotswolds so added prices (laughs) (laughs) a little bit of additional pricing there um but still we were like actually you know what the cotswolds kind of suits us yeah Yeah. it's um i can't I, i love the cotswolds you go in there and it's literally like um chocolate box cottages and time kind of stops and yeah. gently rolling hills and
1: all the, birds. All the romanticisms <laughs> yeah.
0: of the Cotswolds um and so that kind of suited us yeah. uh, and you know that so we had restrictions on the location restrictions on the date um and we had guest list restrictions as well so we you know we knew we wouldn't be able to afford a 200 person wedding yeah we knew that just wasn't going to be the case and so we were like okay what's a nice number that we would be happy with and we were like well you know 80-ish in the day and then capacity for more people to join us in the evening, that would be great. Yeah, so not something tiny, but something in the middle. Yeah, something average average size, um, which will be manageable for the budget. And then of course the budget, which is the other (laughs) restriction. And Mm -hmm. you know, I'm the person that goes to the national wedding show and talks all about budget and you know, but boy, was (laughs) I not prepared for that. (laughs) Was I not prepared for how stressful the budget would be? Because I thought, you know, I know all the theory of what we need to do. And I followed my own advice. Yeah. You know, I did it all correctly. And <laughs> I was like, I, I think, what was it? I was researching venues and I was like, right, average couple spends around 45% of the budget on the venue indicator and Right, so that means I need to look for venues with X. Good news is we're a few grand over, the uh the average cost of a wedding so you know it won't be difficult it won't be difficult <laughs> yeah, to find that a that extra bit of We've budget. a little yeah. bit extra wiggle room it'll be great great food that sort of thing oh, i literally found myself going how the hell do these people plan a wedding like this with this budget yeah like how, how? like I, I was
1: good I, for them but yeah. <laughs> i'm struggling here yeah
0: exactly and um I kind of had to remind myself to take a step back to look at actually what we wanted and what the priorities were. The priorities were pretty venue, really good food, and to be able to have a lot of the people that we love around us. So, you know, on the venue search front, we were like, once we took a step back, it was much easier to to look at it. So my advice for couples, like you will get stressed about the budget. You will get stressed about the budget. Take a step back. <laughs> Take a step back, breathe, remember what's actually important, um, and then go from there. Yeah. You might... And I had to restart my search. Because you were quite disappointed with yeah, one thing, weren't you? Yeah, I went, I, went to, I went to a venue... Well, okay, so I inquired with about 30 venues. Mm-hmm. I went to see four. Right. Um, and then, obviously, I picked the one. But I started off inquiring with 20 venues... And I went to go see two. And I thought we'd found the one. Um But then we went home and we totted up all the pricing of what we'd actually want from that venue. We could have had less, but what we'd actually yeah, want. Yeah. And it was about four or five thousand over what the venue budget would be. Yeah. and That would mean scraping back on other things. Yeah, and, yeah. and I couldn't do that. Well, we could <laughs> We had an argument about it. <laughs> <laughs> A Nice
1: little discussion. <laughs> <laughs> A nice little
0: discussion about money, uh, which will happen. Expect that particular budget argument. My best friends had exactly the same argument. Yeah. And everyone I've spoken to was like, "Oh yeah, we had that argument." Yeah. It's like thanks for telling me. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for prepping me so I could get my yeah. points lined up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. But you know, we we had that discussion mm-hmm. about actually, you know, what's more important here. And my fiance was like, I cannot, categorically cannot spend over X amount of money. Yeah. And I was like, but why? <laughs> <laughs> but it's our <so> wedding. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I kind of had to step back and go, okay, what battles do I actually want to yeah. fight here? Because actually for us... It's not about how much money is spent on the day. It's about these things. And so while I wouldn't be happy if we spent less than this amount on the wedding, because being in the industry, I know what yeah, that and kind of... you
1: want that experience yeah, what, for everyone.
0: And how much that experience costs. Yeah. Actually, we don't need to go to this point. You don't
1: need to go crazy to have a no, good time.
0: No, no, exactly. And it was... You know, I've all, and things thing is, like, everyone kept saying to me, but you always tell people that it's, you know, it needs to be an amount of money that you're comfortable with and that you don't want to overspend on your wedding because all you'd be thinking about is how much money you've spent. And mm. I actually forgot that yeah. as I was planning. Get your own get carried That's away. where you went wrong. <laughs> yeah, I forgot my own advice and I got carried away. Yeah. Um. So, you know, if you find yourself doing that, just, again, take a step back. Remember that actually, what's important here, and make sure that you're happy with the budget. You can like, you can spend a thousand pounds or millions of pounds on a wedding. You li- literally, there's no, there's no in-
1: yeah
0: wherever you want to spend whatever you're comfortable. It's with. a sliding scale. Yeah, exactly, and I think you know I kind of forgot that I, you don't. A wedding doesn't have to cost a certain amount. It's more. Are you comfortable with what you're spending? So yeah. if you're if you're comfortable spending fifty grand, good for you.
1: You yeah. crack on. You have a great day. But yeah. either, e- if, if you're, you're only comfortable spending ten grand, yeah. great. Crack on. If you've got beautiful jam jars on the table that you've asked all your family to <laughs> donate to you, then it's still a nice day. Yeah, exactly. It's and that's the thing. Um,
0: and I was watching a lot of wedding TikToks, and I kind of came across a few that were like, you know, what are people actually going to remember? Yeah. Like, what is most important to you and what are people actually going to remember? And, you know, you, there's so much pressure now with, like, Instagram and yeah. having an Instagrammable wedding day and all that kind of thing. Um, even when you're not in the industry, yeah, that actually... it I realised how easy it was to get carried away and stressed about how much you're spending. Yeah. But actually, you know, it was a case of, take a step back. Are you comfortable with this amount? Because you... At the end of the day, you're paying for it. Yeah.
1: It's coming out of your pocket. <laughs> so, yeah. so
0: um, and so, if you're comfortable with what you're spending, mm-hmm. then great, go plan away. But if you are not, then maybe you need to go back to the drawing board, take a step back, think about what's important, think about those priorities that you and your partner discussed.
1: Yeah, and and right in the initial stages, yeah.
0: um, and work out what you can and can't compromise on, because you know we've had this discussion and we have sort of since then since doing our research have increased the spend slightly but not exponentially yes you know because we we realized what we wanted we couldn't get with what we were what we had yeah. so we would need to boost that um and that's also fine but you to know? a level
1: that you are still comfortable yeah. with
0: not Not
1: (laughs) not blowing the budget,
0: (laughs) no, and that's the thing. And then I revisited the budget when we had that discussion and went, okay, well that means we've got this extra amount of money to spend on the venue and catering, and that's that's what actually got us to the venue that we were happy with.
1: Yeah, and so that venue. It's kind of less traditional, isn't it?
0: Yeah, so I always thought, again, this is the thing, this is why I got carried away. I yeah. always thought I would have a traditional wedding venue. And I did fall in love with a venue which then triggered said discussion. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we've we've now gone, actually, what do we want? Where can we get that from? Oh, okay, hadn't thought about these options. Let's go have a look. Yeah. And then actually it was fitted us to a tee it's you know we wanted somewhere that would have good food a nice atmosphere would be pretty surroundings yeah have enough space for our guests um but i think i didn't i didn't consider the customer service element right and my partner is very much (laughs) he's he's very much left a lot of the wedding planning to me and i'm sure it's the same for lots of other couples yeah. that are listening that like one person is leading the wedding planning and the other person gets consulted yeah it's like like this or this yeah <laughs> yes yeah, so that that chandler and monica thing like roses or lilies <laughs> like that's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. um and then i still do the monica thing where i'm like roses or lilies <laughs> yeah. this one this one please this one. <laughs> but yeah still they you know, he's very much like, you know, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Just talk to me about it. And then we'll, if if we need to make any decisions together, we need to make that decision together. But, you know, I'm trusting you to... <laughs> yeah, get on this. with it. Yeah. yeah. And when we'd seen the other venues, he didn't really have an opinion. He was like, oh, well, you like it. So...
1: That's nice. That's <laughs>
0: nice. Um, And I was like, oh, okay, cool. That means he likes it. But actually, when we saw our venue i think he sort of felt something you yeah. know and well, you he know, got you a bit know. excited. Yeah, yeah he got a bit excited about it and when we were leaving after the after our tour and our meeting um to go away and sort of do the do the maths and everything like that he he sort of said oh well i suppose i have to think about what suit i want now and i was like oh an opinion <laughs> yeah like you know it, it's Something he's now interested—that—that's yeah. triggered something in him—and I really like that venue as well. So actually, yeah, that's possibly it. And now I know the reactions to the other venues maybe weren't so. Yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and he's one of those people that no matter how many times I ask him, "Oh, what do you think?" He'll go, "Oh, do you like it?" Yeah, like think about me
1: first, and I'm like,
0: "Oh, actually, it's your wedding too." Yeah, you know, like, you need both to in like this. It, but... Like,
1: I obviously do mind more than you perhaps, but we're still both in this together. It's still our day. It's not just my day.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that's what I didn't, I, I'm now more conscious of that. Yes. Than I was previously, um, which is something else I've learned. But, and it, you know, it's also helped with like, what battles do I actually want to fight for this? Yeah. You know, because if he's not happy with how much money we're spending, for example, then I don't want him to be
1: uncomfortable yeah, in the wedding. You can't have that sort of not resentment but that sort of like this is awkward because i know how much this dessert cost does because it was this much more than whatever it's just straight across the board yeah we're both happy this is great
0: yeah exactly next step next (laughs) next step please um (laughs) yeah so there were a few things i i couldn't compromise on um and you know it was several discussions about it like for example for me I know that my whole family will be on the dance floor the entire night. Yeah. Here's not so much, maybe a handful, but mine, the entire night will be the, the dancing <laughs> part of the, of the wedding. And I was like, for that, I want a really good band. Mm-hmm. That one thing I really want is a band. And I was like, not compromising on that. Yeah. Um. And he came, he realised that and was like, okay, fine. Yeah, that's your thing. That's yeah. your thing. We'll yeah. do that you know, if that's what's going to make you really happy and really enjoy the day, then great. For him, there are other things, you know, like he was like, I really want really good food. I want really good food. Mm. And we, we went to our menu tasting recently and he was like, I'm, I'm, I'm delighted now. <laughs> that's me. I'm this is me. Done. I'm done. Yep. I'm really pleased with this. Um, <laughs> well done us. <Liz>. Yeah. <laughs> we picked the right place, you know, that, and that's the kind of thing yeah. that, yeah, I think he felt a lot more... He felt a lot happier when we had done that menu
1: tasting. Yeah, And then in terms of the budget as well, I know you were saying that there are ways to do it cheaper, but I think it's like DIY stuff, you're not... It's too much stress oh, no. for you. I I am
0: the least DIY person mm-hmm. out there. I just don't have the patience. Right. Um, it gets very fiddly sometimes. <laughs> I... Just, I I like doing, like, I've, I've done pottery in the past. I really enjoy doing that kind of thing. But it's, like, one big project. One, yeah. Like one project. One thing. It looks nice, but it took... Put my heart and soul into it. Yeah. It's taken weeks. But, you know. Yeah. But when... When it comes to wedding DIY, if I can't do it watching Netflix and at the same time... <laughs>
1: Multitasking. Then it's not for me. Right.
0: Whereas, like, my best friend is the complete opposite. She's doing a lot of stuff, DIY. why she's invested in a cricket machine? I've never heard of this before, but... Oh, oh like the... The, the printer mm. thing, the cutter and the printer, and I don't know. Wow, she's but, really gone all in. She's gone all in, and that's the thing, is great because, you know someone is willing to do this DIY for me um sorry <laughs> Em <laughs> but she, you know that's the thing I can ask her to help me with stuff and she'd be really up for that yeah whereas uh me not so much i would rather pay someone <laughs> yeah. to get it done that's the thing I'm, and that's the thing I know that yes I could do this thing myself but do I want to know
1: yeah and some people do and that's no.
0: great yeah but yeah exactly if you want to do that great you go for it do, do whatever you want. Do whatever makes you happy. Your wedding, your way. Um, but for me, no. I I would rather pay someone. And that, that's the thing I like. I will overthink it. Oh, yeah. I will really overthink it and just make mountains out of molehills. And I'm like, Don't
1: that need is that not stress. exactly centre.
0: Because... <laughs> Don't need that stress in my life. I'll pay someone to do that stress for. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And be happy because it's, it's done. It's ticked off. But yeah. yeah
0: yeah exactly but that doesn't mean we haven't got creative with the budget because Mm -hmm. you know we have used friends and family for certain things like my cousin is um a silversmith so she's going to be well we're making our own wedding rings but she's going to supervise um and then um and we're going to go to her like her dad's studio in wales and do all of it there
1: and make a make a evening make a make a day weekend out
0: of it yeah um and then my fiance's cousin is a graphic designer so she's designing all of our wedding invitations and you know we're paying for the printing but she's offering to do that for us that's nice it's nice
1: you've got family and places (laughs) yeah
0: family in the places that we would need them to be in um but equally if we didn't have that, would I have paid someone to do it? Probably.
1: Yeah, because it's yeah. Just, that's just you. That's yeah. just easier for you. It's done, it's dusted, it's, it's better. Yeah, exactly. And so earlier you were speaking about sort of restrictions you placed on yourself when trying to find that venue. You wanted mm. it to be within this pinpoint area and on the specific date. So how did you kind of choose after that and sort of deal with that and search for the actual dream venue and that sort of thing?
0: Well... I think, you know, I went to the obvious place. I went to the guys for Rise (laughs) Venue Finder. Of course I did. Um, But I went to the Venue Finder on on our website and then I went to Google and all those other places. So I've searched in a variety of areas. Um, But the great thing about our website is that we've got an availability search. Yes. So I was able to search for wedding venues that had that specific date available. And if any came up, I was like, right, cool, I'll send them. A message because that solves
1: one of the problems instantly immediately yeah. so
0: that was my first call um and then after that um I was sort of like looking in the like local area and sort of just went a more general search because you know not everyone will use that calendar so yeah um I I did a sort of more general search on guides to brides I searched for Gloucestershire because that is probably the most likely county that we yeah. were gonna get married in, um and we are getting married in now. Um, but I also like looked around so I was a little bit more flexible and I got to a point actually where I was starting to panic because I was getting emails back from venues going, Oh, sorry we actually are booked on that day yeah. or um but we've got these dates available and I was like, No, I want this date. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um
0: to which lots of our colleagues here were like it's just a date, though. Like, yeah,
1: but I think because it is that 10-year... Like, any other year, it was maybe different. Like, nine years, it's, it's, it's different. Yeah. But it's that... So, Saturday, it was meant to be. Yeah,
0: like... that's exactly it. It was, like, meant to be on this on this date. um, And that's... That's fine. But I think I also had to, like... In the back of my mind, go, if you can't find somewhere, you might have to compromise on this yeah. thing. um, Which I didn't want to. But also thinking back to it like thinking back through covid when people had to move their wedding date you know we did have to say like i know you had an attachment to this but yeah. it's just a date you can still celebrate on that date it's not it's, an it's issue it's so
1: easy to get attached to like, yeah things i know i do i'm like wow that was that was when this happened that was yeah it's
0: yeah you get so attached to it and i was having to like remind myself that actually i might have to compromise you
1: might have to be a bit more
0: flexible yeah yeah exactly and It was things like, oh, okay, well, this is actually, this date is more expensive than I actually anticipated in the first place. So I might have to go a bit more off peak. And that's fine. But if I can find a venue in our price range that we like, that's got that date available, then I'll be happier. (laughs) Um, And I said to my partner as well, like, okay, can we expand the search to an hour and a half? Yeah. Rather than the hour? Because, you know, we can always pay for her to stay a night somewhere at the venue, at a hotel. Or like
1: halfway in between. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, we can always, we can do that as well. Like, that might be a way we can compromise on the location. And he was happy with that. Um, but it turns out that we've managed to find a venue that's literally like 20 minutes from our house, so even that's better. easy.
1: Can walk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Yeah, it's, it's a nice, easy sort of location. Yeah. We did a lot of research. I did a lot of, in- I sent a lot of inquiries. Um, and then once I had feedback... Mm -hmm. I then started to narrow my search down and was like, right, okay, we like this venue. What is the capacity? Does that suit us? Okay, what do their menus look like? Do we like that? and where's the dance floor where's the dance floor is there space for a band do they have noise restrictions like yeah all of these questions all those priorities come back up and like you've got to make sure that it suits everything yeah exactly and getting engaged in sort of the summer period and wanting to get things booked very quickly meant that i was unfortunately unable to go to a lot of wedding fairs and and sort of open days because they don't tend to happen in the summer they tend to happen in like the autumn and the like sort of january to march period um so we missed out on that but that's because we wanted that specific date if we were willing to compromise more then we probably would have gone oh you know we'll just wait for a couple of months Um,
1: and then go
0: see go to their wedding fair or go to their open day or something like that but yeah, and that's what I've learned as well. Like, from a professional perspective, like, actually thinking about it, like I booked my venue within three weeks.
1: Yeah, which is quite unheard
0: of, really. Yeah, which, you know, sounds quite fast, but how many other couples are doing that? Like, probably quite a few. Yeah, a I guess that's the
1: first big thing, and it's like, that kind of sets the tone for everything else, yeah. in a way.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I'll be honest, part of me was like, just get this venue booked, because <laughs> I am so stressed <laughs> about finding this venue. Literally, after we booked it... The stress just like melted away. <laughs> I was sure like, I dresses, now I get to look
1: at dresses. Now I get to look
0: at dresses. Now I get to think about food and yeah. book my photographer and all of that kind of stuff. It was once that big thing was ticked off, the pressure, yeah, released, <laughs> <laughs> melted away, melted away. I think what's important to remember is that everyone is going to have different priorities when it comes to their venue. There are plenty
1: of them out there. Yeah. You know, you just have to find them. You just have to be willing to put in that effort to sort of yeah, research and make sure that it's definitely right because there's nothing I guess it's all about love, but if you feel awkward or like you say you know you spent too much or it's yeah. just that's always going to be at the back of your mind and that might stay with you for a while even after the wedding when you're like, oh well, we couldn't actually go on our honeymoon for a few years because we had to resave up and that sort of thing. So. Yeah, and that that's it. It was it was it ticked
0: all the boxes our venue and I think one of the things that I would advise couples now looking back is that the customer service of those initial Mm -hmm. venue viewings are so important are they speaking to just one of you because like we as I said we see four venues and three of them the coordinator just spoke to me they didn't speak to my partner they just spoke to me and looking back on it I was like why was I even interested in that venue if they weren't even acknowledging him um and how it's his wedding as well yeah um and that you know that's that's the kind of thing that I was thinking about like you know the customer service aspect if they aren't delivering good customer service and they aren't making you feel welcome and you're just another number
1: on that initial meeting as well that's not five months down the line when different things are being planned that, that initial meeting is like your first interview it's got to be good it's yeah yeah exactly and if you
0: don't feel happy then it's not your venue yeah. you know your venue will you will know when it's your venue it's like the dress so yeah it's the
1: dress you know, it's, it's like right. the dress and your
0: partner you'll know you'll when know. you um when you sort of go there and you see it and you speak to the team member. like my best friend said the same thing She, the way she did the search is that she used our site, she used Google and all those other places, um, and then she narrowed down, um, so I think she even sent in, because she wasn't restricted by location or by date, so she had, like, a pick. Um, all she knew is she was like, you know what, we just need to like it. Yeah. And so she sort of gave herself a bit of a buffer, but they were even want, like, you know, we're, we're in, like, the middle of England in Oxfordshire, right? She was even willing to go to Jersey
1: for Mm. her wedding.
0: So, you know, everyone's going to be different. So she then inquired with venues that were in her budget and, you know, she then at that point when she had narrowed down, she showed her partner 10 or 15 wedding venues that were in the budget. She liked a lot and that she thought the menus were good and that they would have... Goods like everything, all the correspondence was good service. He that she then said to him, okay, can you pick five mm-hmm. and we'll go see them? Yeah, you know that that's and that's how she worked it. Yeah. Whereas I know our colleague Elaine, her major restriction is the number of people. Yeah, and the, she wants a massive. Yeah, wedding. she wants a massive wedding, um, and then the lo- the location. She doesn't want to have to travel too far. Yeah, so you know, with things like the budget and the number of people being at conflict and still wanting a nice place it does become yeah. a little bit more difficult to Those find filters just yeah. As, work against each other sometimes but yeah they can work against each other and that's where you've got to know what you're happy to compromise yeah. on yeah and there'll definitely be something that you're yeah. perfectly happy with that's going to be great but... yeah exactly you'll you'll find something um but you might have to make a couple of compromises it's not about finding the perfect venue it's about finding the ideal venue because Not everywhere is going to tick every single one of your boxes. And, you know, having this idea of perfection is only going to make you spiral. It's just unrealistic. It's just
1: not not going to happen, even though you might will it to happen and all these things. And you might be lucky. You might find the perfect venue.
0: But if you go looking for it, you're probably going to struggle.
1: And be disappointed with
0: everything because nothing's perfect. But it's it's kind of like searching for a house, Mm -hmm. right? So you see something on right move or on the market or wherever you're looking and then you walk into the house and you're like oh i actually can't put a dining table in there a dining table is really important to me yeah and you're like "Ah, oh, that was going to be the one but actually you walk in there and it's not and i i wanted i was like what actually what actually do we need when we were searching for our house mm-hmm. then i took the same approach with the wedding venue like what actually do we need we need it to have capacity for this pe- this many people we need it to have good food and we need it to have space for a band we don't need it to have availability on our wedding no. dates that we would like to have but it would be ideal yeah. if it did yeah and that's that's the attitude that we started going with um because after that sort of initial disappointment of seeing a venue and falling in love with it and then going off oh, actually we can't afford it yeah um it was more like okay i don't need the perfect one i just need one that ticks these boxes and if it ticks these two then great yeah um and then we found the venue Yeah. and it fit a lot of the boxes yes yeah. <laughs> you know um i think the only box it doesn't tick is um having like outdoor space for wedding photos yep. but they were like oh you can use this and you can use this field and okay. you can do that and it's like okay great cool 10 minute 10 minute drive yeah. five minute walk you know great yeah. perfect it doesn't have to be exactly there it's a nice, yeah.
1: nice walk get you away from the stress of everything else and... yeah
0: exactly it's so i think when you find the venue you you know because of those because of those things and as long as it ticks your needs then great yeah and then
1: when it does it is a great venue then you are willing to make those compromises for it to make it work I guess
0: Mm, yeah yeah exactly and I think you kind of get the vibe (laughs) the
1: vibe (laughs) the vibe okay so we've spoken about budget and your venue and you you go to all these shows and talk about 45 percent, this figure that's sort of like the golden number what actually did you spend on your venue
0: okay so the golden number of forty-five percent is a is a starting point, and I make that really, really clear right. in the in the sort of the talks and stuff that I do. Um, but my actual spend was fifty-three <laughs> percent. Okay, yeah, so it's not too much too bad. And actually, I think that's because good food was a yeah. priority for us, so we were like spending more like yeah. we wanted the good wine package and we wanted the good food package and we wanted to have a cheese wedding cake and yeah. all of that kind of stuff so it's all of that is a bit more additional but then we did think about our priorities and go okay what can we cut back on and that's where like family members came in you yeah. know um we We're paying for only the the printing of our wedding stationery because his cousin's going to design it for us. And, you know, my cousin is going to help us make our rings. So that makes that aspect cheaper. And, you know, we we're in a position where we're quite lucky that our parents have said that they'd like to pay for certain aspects. Right. So it's made it slightly cheaper for us. But although we don't want to go over budget for them, so it's yeah. it's helped us identify where the priorities are. Um, probably spent a bit more on my band than I probably would have okay. wanted to initially, but
1: that was a priority. But yeah. That's a
0: priority, and that's what I just I was like, that's what I want, and that's what it cost. So we then were like, right, well, where can we shuffle things around in the budget? And my wedding dress ended up being cheaper than I budgeted for nice yeah which is always great i think it was like 500 pound cheaper than i budgeted for so that gave us more wiggle room
1: yeah and to cover those hidden fees sometimes maybe and yeah
0: exactly it's it's it means that we can it's all about being flexible um you know you i always thought the budget would be this is how much we're going to spend and this is the 10 percent buffer zone and yeah actually it's kind of worked out as a bit more like okay this is where our starting point is we knew we were going to have to wiggle things around and sort of be flexible with other aspects but actually every time we've just done that every time and that's the best advice i can give is like you know you will need you will need to fiddle about with your budget yeah. you know that, that it's that happens not gonna, it's going to happen yeah. all the time um you know <laughs> supermarket prices have gone up so much recently that i bet lots of people are fiddling about with their budgets at home for their general day-to-day stuff so um so for us we knew that would be the case Mm -hmm. um and you know the increase in prices recently has made us look back and adjust what we were happy spending yeah but we're happy with what we're spending now anyway
1: communication
0: Um, is key communication is key speak to your partner about stuff you know my partner didn't realise, even though he's come to the shows, he's listened to the talks, and he's <laughs> he's listened to the podcast, he didn't realise that the venue and catering cost wasn't just like how much the wedding was going to be.
1: That, that's it, that's all you have to do. Yeah,
0: so, you know, I don't think he realised how many other aspects there were, yeah. is what I'm saying, and how much those aspects actually cost.
1: And the comparison between like pre-Covid and post-Covid, Post-COVID
0: and yeah, everything like that. Prices have increased recently and so we had to reevaluate that. And that's fine. It meant that we had to go, okay, things are costing a bit more than we anticipated. So let's go back to the drawing board. Let's see where where's our end point. What are we happy with the maximum spend?
1: Because obviously like
0: pre Covid, post COVID, um the war. You can't compare. there's no no
1: comparison to sort of recent years and recent things. So is that sort of fiddle around and
0: make sure you're comfortable and that's it and it's just been having that level of flexibility where you know I always had that sort of 10% as the sort of cost that I would forget about buffer um and that's sort of come into it now is that I've calculated what that 10% will be i put that as a gray cost in my wedding budget because i'm like well if i forgot about it it's going in that one yeah because then i can sort of measure what what i remembered and what i didn't um so far so good on that by the way good well done Uh, thank you (laughs) goal achieved (laughs) (laughs) goal achieved um but i i think we sort of were like okay actually doing our research we need to be spending more than this to have the wedding that we want what are we more comfortable most comfortable with spending yeah um and, yeah, from that point, it's been much easier. Um, and we've just been a bit more flexible with it. So, yeah. But I understand that some couples will not have the benefit of being yeah. so flexible. So,
1: And maybe not the benefit of having parents that are yeah to chip in or would love to, but unfortunately yeah. can't at the exactly. time. So it's just...
0: Yeah, count, we count our blessings for that. But then, um, you know, I think my advice would be to just... Be as flexible as you can yeah. with what you spend, and be ready to sort of move that budget around, and maybe have to go have to go back to the drawing board. That might be the thing. Yeah. Like you might have to go back to the drawing board. Like just be prepared to do it.
1: And it can be easier said than done. because yeah. Obviously, you you didn't want to change it. I day, didn't want did you? to change it.
0: I didn't want to change anything about it. I had this perfect wedding planned in my mind, and actually, what I need to think about was my ideal.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah. It's are gonna have a great time yeah i'm i'm like so happy with it now yeah. i'm like so chilled
1: i <laughs> feel like i'm ex, i'm so excited for you <laughs> thanks jess <laughs>
0: like what a wedding oh wedding and that's the thing like you know working in the industry i've seen so many weddings that i'm like yeah i'm just i'm just really prepared hopefully i can
1: help prepare other couples as they listen to the podcast <laughs> Listen for more. Okay, so I think we can wrap up there. Um thank you so much for joining us today. Um it was slightly reversed with Nikita being in the hot seat today. Um but thank you for sharing what you've planned and your journey so far with your wedding and everything you've learned and of course everything Know and things like that. And as always, you can find us on at Guides for Brides on all social media platforms. And happy wedding planning. Happy wedding planning. See
0: you soon for the next episode in the season where I will be back in that chair, which is my <laughs> taking <plans>. over. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Guides for Brides, the wedding podcast. Head over to guidesforbrides.co.uk to continue your wedding planning. And don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe on our social media channels at Guides for Brides.